Hello, hello, everybody. And I am your host, Toast Chelsea, also known as Crispy on the Internet. And welcome to the Expedition Exit Experience. We are here today with the not quite as recently eliminated, but recently ish enough. We have the lovely Jacqueline. So, hello. Hi. And once again with us is Tester Nick, the one and only. Hello. And for, for backstory, the reason why it's Tester Nick is because I <laughs> used the account to test out masks when I figured he wasn't going to actually show up to host. And then he did, for the most part, kind of. So, now you know. Hey, hey you, some results. you don't talk about who got the original expedition board made, so. <laughs> That's true. He, <laughs> he was the one who came up with the name. And he was the one who, got, who asked Curtis for the board. I just then That's right. made the board when he decided to not <laughs> I, I just I just then decided to not host the game. <laughs> so that's a little bit of exhibition lore for you. But anyway, uh, regardless, uh, how, how are you, Jacqueline? Again, it's, you've had a bit of time to decompress from the whatever the fuck your vote was. <laughs> I'm good. Honestly, I, like, I don't know. I mean, it probably added to the like, whole experience that I was like in a parking lot as results were like, getting revealed, but right. I, don't, I, I thought it was fun, so I'm not too upset. Yeah, well, again, I'll definitely say that in the VL, that's probably one of the, the rounds we have the least amount of total content for, only because nobody confessed what was happening until it was happening, or like even the next round, where we just kind of figured out, oh, okay, so I guess that's, guess that's the thing, because Jacqueline's going, that's cool. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, so for what it's and yeah, even from like in the game perspective, I'm sure you kind of it just was weird the whole situation. But well, nobody like well, no, I won't go that far because I feel like upon reflection, it kind of feels like I was much more like out of the loop than I thought I was. But mm -hmm. that definitely it felt like nobody decided to say anything until like two hours before. Right, and I guess we could dive a little bit into it now because. That was kind of the end to a bit of a, a weird mini arc that you had, where you just kind of kept scraping by tribal councils. Yeah, <laughs> which is fun. <laughs> I, that's the one way to describe it. So, like, what what were you thinking during those rounds when you just kind of kept realizing, wait a minute, I need to like actually do stuff to be well, here. It was weird because, like, I feel like it started off like okay, so like I swapped onto the tribe with like Michaela, Desi, Mookie rob that was yeah that was the entire tribe um and like i i mean i knew that i wanted to go after mookie and i knew that rob wasn't really bothering to talk to me that much and he says that like i didn't talk to him and all this stuff but it was very much a two-way street he mm -hmm. very rarely reached out to me in comparison to me reaching out to him it was like i don't know i feel like it was very much like an equal situation of us just not talking to each other, and I feel like I got all of the blame for it for whatever reason. Right. Okay, it's definitely easy for him to assign you all of it when the situation that he's in now, his partner's gone, he just kind of has to deal with his position. And, like, I get it, but also, like, don't partner with somebody that can't hold a conversation with more than, right. like, two people, if that's the issue. Wait, I mean, again, everybody who ended up playing this chose their partner. Yeah, so nobody here was was predefined or randomized, which should be fair. I wouldn't have said anyway preseason, like, oh, these people were randomly assigned. These people all agreed beforehand, like that. Just cause that's kind of a a bit of a weird thing to reveal. But yeah, for the grand scheme of things, everybody here came in, and well, we reached the that merge with everybody pairing up except for Rob. He was the only one without a partner. Yeah, 
which I don't think anybody was expecting going into this. Yeah, I I feel like it was like leading up to it and being like a total mess, but right. Well, which yeah. clearly that kind of is what it led into. But coming into the merge and realizing that it's it's you and Elias, and now you guys need to basically pair up and figure out who to link up with. Like, what was your mindset with how to link up with these all these new pairs that you're seeing? Well, we were really concerned because we thought that we were like a little too good with everybody, with the exception of like Rob, because we were going into it with like. Chris and Gavin had just kind of agreed to work with us. Um, we both really, really liked Michaela, and I guess Figgy kind of came along as a result of that. And we both really liked Michelle, and Desi kind of came as a result of that too. Mm-hmm. So we were like, well, that's literally like pretty much the entire cast with the exception of like three people. So I personally, I can't really speak for Eliza. I came into this thinking, okay, well, it has to be Rob this round. And then Rob won immunity, and I still don't know why nobody else went for immunity. Like knowing Rob would go for it, but that's besides right, the yeah, point. Right? Yeah, it was just him and Desi ultimately. Yeah, I I just I don't know. Well, I guess everyone probably wanted a shot at an item. Yeah, so that probably did contribute. But at the same time, I mean, it, you're right. Rob was a very clear boot potential. So like, why was everybody just so okay with him? potentially getting immunity except for death because i think people wanted to use him probably like I, like it's one thing to be like okay we have one more round of like things being easy if we boot the one person that doesn't have a partner but there's probably plenty of people that were like well why would we boot him when we can just use him instead and also like to your credit when you entered the merge one of the first couple things he did was try to to reconcile with rob after the last couple rounds of what had been happening yeah i mean i at least wanted to be like cordial with him like i felt like we never really talked to begin with, but our conversations became more and more like far and in between. And I was like, well, there's really no reason for that. I'm still going to talk to you if you'll let me, but right. I don't know. I think probably the way I framed that wasn't great. And I think he took it as like, I don't know. He, he, he seemed to think that like, it was a matter of like, nothing can really happen between us if I'm not reaching out, but I felt justified in not reaching out. Right. And again, like you, like I said, you didn't really have a relationship to begin with. So yeah, there wasn't really much game wise that you probably could have talked about. Oh, well, yeah. And I feel like I went in with it, like under the impression that like it made the most sense to approach him and be like, okay, well, like, I don't know what game wise, like will happen next, but like, I can at least talk to you because I'm not about to make promises to somebody I have no game relationship with and just spent right. the past like two rounds trying to vote me out. <laughs> But so now he does win immunity. And then how does your mindset change as far as what you have to do? Well, at that point, I was like, well, the only two people that I'm not really feeling like connected with are Papa Bear and Dawn. And I thought that like other people would feel the same, but I think there was a little bit more to it than that. And I originally, like, I, I really didn't get to do that much campaigning the day I went home. But I remember like going to like Michelle and Figgy and Michaela. And being like, hey, like this, I don't know what you want to do, but like these are the two that I haven't really gotten the chance to connect with. If you feel the same, I'm more than happy to vote with them, but I'm also not like attached to voting them by any means if there's something else that you want to do. Right, just trying to bring up a name that we start yeah. the conversation. And then they all seemed like kind of okay with it, but like there was definitely nothing concrete formed from that. I. I, didn't, I was not in a single Alliance chat this entire game. Mm-hmm. So 
I was just looking for something concrete because we had been talking about like, it was like the six of us, Michaela, Figgy, Desi, Michelle, me, Eliza, all like getting a group together of some kind because I was under the impression that we were all pretty fond of each other, but nothing ever really came of it. And I think it was probably just a matter of like, nobody wanted to be the one to like aggressively push that. And I think all of us kind of had our own little relationships that were developing outside of that. And we didn't want any of that to blow up. I think Michaela was the one that originally said like a couple rounds ago that like, in like this type of format, it's more likely that like Alliance chats are going to get exposed, which made sense. But it was also just like, I guess, frustrating to kind of like navigate a game without anything that felt concrete. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like you said, when there are all of these pairs, there's a lot of different moving variables you have to kind of deal with. And you never know exactly. who's connected to who and who's connected to who because they're just their partner and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, but you said you didn't really get a lot of chance to campaign, but at the same time, did you really even know your name was coming up in the first place? Um, well, that like last hour, I definitely did because everybody was like freaking out. Which but I, I guess... I didn't feel, like, safe by any means. I just don't think I went into the round being, like, I am completely screwed. I was a little concerned because I thought Rob using his burn vote on, mom, on me would just, like, kind of motivate anybody that, like, I wasn't close with to be, like, well, the vote's already there. Let's just go for Jacqueline. But I, yeah, I mean, I guess I, was, I wasn't, like, on the defense, like, right off the bat. And I guess I probably should have been. Mm -hmm. Well, again, to be fair, there were a lot of people. And also... You did have to get idled out to get voted out. So yeah, clearly it wasn't like the whole game wanted you out. It just kind of worked yeah. out where somebody did, and that's what resulted in all this happening. Yeah. Do you, uh, Drew? Do you like know necessarily why it was you, or do you have any ideas like why the idol ended up like falling on you as the target? Um. Well, in the few like bits and pieces, and like the little bit I've gotten from Michaela already, it was. I know that, like, there was a whole, like, idol situation that was found, like, by a group of people, and I know that they wanted to save Gavin, and I have a feeling, like, I was probably the target because of the item I got, because, like, originally, like, right before I got voted out, and we knew that something was up, and we knew that it was probably me or Eliza going home, everybody was saying that it was going to be Eliza. And by everybody, I mean, like, Dawn was telling people that. And then, like, Michaela was, like, concerned because that's what Dawn was telling her. And, like, Eliza was hearing her own name. But, like, at that same time, I was like, well, why would they go for Eliza and, like, leave me with the vote and all? And Michaela was talking about how there was, like, the idol, which I think Eliza had just used, um, that, like, I could get access to if Eliza left. And oh, I yeah. imagine that Dawn knew about that. So, like, I guess it just wouldn't have made sense for them to go for Eliza instead of me because that would have been me having a vote null it would have been me having like a potential idol and like knowing all that now like it makes sense that I was the target I guess and then who do you think was the one to just ultimately decide you like do you think it was I mean considering Dawn played the idol do you think it was her or do you think there was more to it I mean I think Dawn definitely pushed for it but I think it was probably more than just that I I mean like like Gavin and Chris for example I'm pretty sure they voted for me and understandably so, because I just went from, like, literally being aligned with them, like, aligned being loosely used, because I don't really know, like, what was considered official right. and what wasn't. But I was definitely close to Gavin, and I was just about to vote him out because of all of the fucking disaster that had been caused by, like, Chris throwing out Desi's name. 
which I think caused a lot of this too. Probably, it's, it's probably like irrelevant now, but it was at least like kind of the point where everything spiraled was when Chris told Eliza Desi's name. And then for whatever reason, Eliza went and told Michelle that like Desi's name was out there because of Chris. And I think that's how Gavin's name got into the mix. I don't even know. Okay. Like, there's just so much happening that I don't even like really know like what pieces were officially what caused it, I guess. Right, exactly. So I guess now with you being idled out and mm-hmm. Eliza basically being being stuck by herself in the game, you already saw how the, how the round after that went, where she found an idol herself, she played it, and then Michaela got voted out. But how do you think yeah. Eliza's going to basically do for the rest of this? I mean, I think it really depends because I think in a game where like so much of the focus right now, or at least when like I was still in the game, is like, okay, all of these partners and all of these like dynamics that you kind of have to tiptoe around and like some people like somebody and they don't like the person's partner or whatever. I think she has the benefit of kind of being a free agent at this point because while everybody's going after other pairs and kind of trying to figure it out, like in terms of how to navigate the game i think she has the benefit of being able to do whatever she wants she doesn't have somebody she's attached to anymore and i think that can be a good thing and a bad thing because i think it benefits her because she has the like free will to do whatever but i also think it's a disadvantage because i think people are going to pick up on that and use it as an excuse to get rid of her right well prior to this would you say that your game and eliza's game were were actually aligning and lining up pretty well because i know some pairs that didn't quite work out that way where they had been some conflicting relationships i think they were yeah um we liked a lot of the same people and we were both in a situation of like where we kind of preferred like michaela and michelle to like figgy and desi and we didn't really know what to do about that but i also think that i was a little bit closer to like chris and gavin than she was which is why i think in that instance of like gavin's name getting thrown out there eliza was kind of unbothered by it while i was kind of against it Right. Well, yeah, because you've you've had a relationship with Gavin since the beginning of the game, essentially. Yeah. And it was definitely weird having seen the relationship go from that to then. Uh, and and then also in the round where Mookie goes, you basically you got to stick around because of Chris and Gavin wanting to keep you along with Dawn. Yes. So they're going from that to oh well, guess it's time for Gavin to go. Yeah. Which is like a, a bit of a weird roller coaster of of how everything went. Well, yeah, and I also think the tough part about it was, like, I really didn't want him to go, but it was a matter of, like, me thinking that Eliza had kind of, like, dug her own grave, and not, like, her own grave, but, like, she had kind of, like, made it to where, like, we really didn't have much of a choice but to, like, vote Gavin at that point, because we had already talked to Michelle about, like, Desi's name being out there, and, like, I don't know, I felt like I was in a situation where, like, before knowing about all the idol stuff, I felt like I really didn't have any other choice but to go with my partner. Because mm-hmm. like going into the like going into this, I felt like I don't know. It's one thing to be like, yeah, I would vote my partner out or like go against them or whatever. Like that's much easier said than done. I kind of came into this experience wanting to play with Eliza. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I I guess just going against her thoughts and what she cared about and where her game was going just didn't really seem like what i like how i wanted to play this right and again, it's always a different story potentially if you get to, like to late game and oh maybe like both of you have a good chance of winning maybe you vote out the other person maybe not because you want to get to the end together but yeah it's still early yeah so i have a quick question uh do you think that anybody 
made like a bad move and obviously you got idled out so like the majority of the votes weren't on you but do you think that anybody involved in voting you out made a bad move doing it and if not who do you think like ultimately benefited the most from you leaving specifically um i think for all of the people involved in it i don't think it was a bad move i definitely think like i don't know all the full details of it but i do think that they by idling gavin and voting me out they kind of ruined any chance they had like with a relationship with Michaela, but then they ended up voting her out the following round anyway. So I guess it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. But I think in terms of who was involved, I think it was a good move for them. It made the most sense for Chris and Gavin. I was trying to vote Gavin out. So it really didn't make any sense for them, but to vote the person out that had a power. And then for Don and Papa Bear, like I didn't really have any plans on moving forward with them. So it made sense for them too. So I don't think it was a bad move for anybody involved. I think it definitely like caused a bit of like ruckus. Like obviously Eliza wasn't happy and Michaela wasn't happy. The relationships involved in that kind of got torn up a bit, but I don't think it was one of those things where it's like, anybody's going to look back on this and be like, I really shouldn't have idled out Jacqueline because it made sense. Right. Which in the end, like you said, that's just kind of the way that it ends up going sometimes. Yeah. That sort of thing. So I guess now looking at who's left, is there anybody who really left you with a bit of a, a sour taste uh, leaving? Um, well, okay. So Rob just kind of annoys me in general. He annoyed me since like okay. our little back and forth. Um, I wouldn't say that like he really rubbed me the wrong way to the point where I wouldn't consider voting for him. But like literally the first thing he said after the results went up, he was like third time's the charm. And like, I know that he like probably has been waiting to say that and was like looking for a little moment that he can pat himself on the back for, but it doesn't really motivate me to like vote for somebody knowing that they're really that satisfied. Yeah, maybe, maybe go into you about that, isn't the Yeah, like go right in your confessional. It'll be funny there. It's not really funny to somebody that's going home. Right. Um, other than that, not really. There's definitely a few people that I just don't feel like I really fully clicked with, but I wouldn't say that like me going home like soured like any relationships i had so there isn't anybody particularly in the game who like if they made it to the end no matter who they're next to like you you would just refuse to vote for them no i don't think so i don't think it's that serious for me there's definitely been times where it's like felt that way like in like final tribal councils for me before but this is very much like a situation where like i was bummed to go but i also feel like i kind of deserved to under like the circumstances and i don't know I'm not going to hold that against anybody. Right. I mean, when you're at peace with it, that's always, of course, very helpful. Yeah. Uh, so not including your your partner, Eliza, obviously, and Michaela's out of the game, who you seem very close to. So, like, who else besides Eliza are you rooting for, like, want to see them go far? Um, I think, like, now that Michaela's gone, if Eliza wasn't able to make it to the end, I'd probably be rooting for Michelle to win the most. And then after that, I would probably be hoping for Gavin. Personality-wise, I didn't really click with Dawn that much. Um, I do think it's kind of impressive how much chaos she managed to start, especially because I guess I just had a completely different impression of like how well her and Papa Bear were doing in the game. So it was like impressive for me to see that they actually kind of had their eyes on the prize, I guess. I don't know. Well, what was the impression they gave you? I guess, I don't know, like you get so caught up in like what your own perspective is that like when you aren't connecting with somebody, you just kind of everybody else isn't either. And that's obviously not the case. Right. Yeah. And you'd brought up Rob and I think something 
interesting, maybe weird that he did towards the like the middle of this round was after he won immunity and after I posted the discussion thread, he goes and he burns his double vote publicly that he earned from Mookie having been voted out. Yes. So, which gets rid of an advantage and maybe makes him potentially less of a target. After seeing that, did you have any inclination whatsoever to maybe try doing the same thing with your nullifier? Because everybody knew you had it? Or did you just figure, whatever, no one's going to care because I just got it? I guess I just wasn't really thinking about it that much. To be honest, I didn't want it to begin with. I was really annoyed with the fact that I got it because I was kind of annoyed with, I guess, the way everybody decided to play the auction. I get it. Everybody was like kind of tiptoeing around the thought of like making any noise and like didn't want to upset anybody, which is part of why the merge boot was so crazy. Um, but I just thought it was kind of lame that everybody's like, all right, sign up for what item you want. And then like, I didn't know it was happening until after everybody had picked. So I was automatically right. stuck with something. Yeah, I figured that you you were one of the last couple people to put your name on the list, yeah. essentially. Well, I, I, I mean, think like, she was I, actually, I think she was, was actually last. last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because I was talking to Dawn, and I was—I think she asked like what I was planning on doing, and I was like, I don't know, I'll probably just go for immunity. And I guess I assumed everybody else was doing that. And she's like, Oh, well, everybody is like signing up for one right now. You should go look. And then when I looked, it was like all their names were planted out, and then it was just five—the vote nullifier—and like it was the only spot open. Right. Well, the thing that gets me the most about—well, not the most, but one of the things that gets me the most, I guess, with how the game is gone—is that. You got a null. You had a null fire. Rob had a double vote, and everybody else who had a partner voted out had a double vote, basically. Yeah. And not a single one has been played, and every single one is out of the game. Yeah, this is not a great season for prizes so far. It doesn't seem yeah. like. Well, there was an idle play like that. Yeah, exactly. That was successful, but everything else, it seems like it's either getting like voted out or not used properly. Right. And I try my I tried my best in previous seasons to maybe try to lighten up on items a little bit. But then for here I'm like, you know what? Let's let's have some fun with it. And it just hasn't exactly gone quite the way I expected. Yeah. I mean I I don't know if there's anything left, but I'm curious to see if there is. All right. Well, there's Simon Plus now Big Brother Week has started. So True. the Wikipedia and Big Brother Challenge. And how do you expect that to go? I don't know, because I, I don't think I really have a good grasp of, like, who's good at challenges and who's not. Right. Um, I know Desi complained a lot about being bad at challenges, but I just clearly wasn't paying enough attention to really be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it really just depends on who wins. I'm hoping Eliza's able to win, because I feel like as, like, stressful as, like, the concept of a Big Brother week can be, I do think it's, like, a good time for things to kind of flip around and for somebody else to grab power. So I'd be curious to see what she does with it. I'd be curious to see what Michelle does with it because I don't really know where she stands anymore. Like, right. Especially after flipping on the revote. Yeah. I don't, I just, I don't really know where, like where her head is at. So I think being forced into power would be an interesting way to kind of see but i also think if she's the type to flip on like a revote she's probably the type to not really try to win this challenge yeah i was gonna ask if you expect anybody to try to basically just throw the challenge you just hope they don't win i think michelle and desi are absolutely gonna throw it because i think they're probably benefiting from kind of just being there right now while everybody else kind of screams at each other does anybody in the game now scream at you as like okay these people are definitely going to be targets depending on like what happens i think dawn's probably going to be a target i mean 
which would make sense. She kind of put herself all out there these past two rounds. Yeah. And Eliza could be a target. I don't know. Like, I I guess I certainly know because I feel like the pre-merge of this game, I, I wouldn't say it was easy, but it was very much like the boots made sense. Like everybody kind of like had their own reasoning for it. And like, when you look back on each one, it's like, all right, well, that's not like too absurd. But like after the merge vote, I'm like, that's starting off with like an idol play and it's succeeding at that and then being followed up by like a tie and then that being followed up by somebody like breaking the tie. I, I don't know. Right, yeah, like there's been a lot going on over the last couple of rounds after the yeah. beginning. It, it wasn't necessarily slow. It was just like, like you said, people who were leaving, it, it made sense for them to leave. Yeah. The biggest, not even really surprised, but like Heidi was probably the biggest person to go and even yeah. sense based off the context of what was going on. Yeah, speaking of Heidi, can I just ask a quick question? And I don't think it really, it's not really super relevant to the like current state of the game, but I'm just curious. And um, I, this is the first podcast I've been on with somebody from your original tribe. So I'm just curious from like your perspective. It seemed like Heidi got a lot of flack on um, OG Emperor. And so can you just maybe, and it seemed like, um, like especially after uh, she ended up contributing to John leaving, that like you were kind of the one, or one of the people kind of like giving her some of that negative um like SPV type of stuff. So can you just maybe talk about what your opinion on Heidi was and kind of like what happened there? Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like my thoughts on Heidi like changed literally every round. She was originally one of my favorite people on OG Emperor, but like, I, I don't, her, she was very defensive over Mookie and it like made sense because like once we all like merged and caught up again, I found out that like he was part of how she gained access to the shrines anyway. Right. Um, so like I, like upon reflection it made sense, but in the moment it was like, why are you literally like going this hard for somebody that like nobody else in the tribe is really connecting with? <laughs> it's like <Mookie laughs> of all people. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm like, I don't get me wrong. I'm sure Mookie's like a very nice person, but he was just very bland to talk to. And literally everybody that I spoke with was like, yeah, he's just so hard to like keep a conversation going with. And I personally really liked John. I thought like, despite him being one of the like less active people on the tribe, he at least had potential to be fun. And like, while I wasn't exactly like including him in any like long-term plans, I would have at least liked to like talk to him a little bit longer. But Heidi did not feel the same and definitely pushed for him to go. And at that point, nobody really wanted to be, like, causing any drama over, like, the thought of, like, booting Mookie or John, so... Right. Yeah, I think you, I you guess, been one of the biggest proponents to keeping John, and even that's kind of saying something, because you couldn't yeah, really yeah. go out of your way that much. Yeah, and even you didn't really do much to, like, get your hands dirty, because it's round two oh. of the game. <laughs> yeah, I... I would have liked to see him stay, but I wasn't about to like cause a scene over it. But I guess that's just kind of where like any negative negativity from my end came when it came to right. Heidi. But yeah. she was fun to talk to for the most part. It kind of like just depended on the day because sometimes she was like a little bit more social, a little bit more friendly. Other times she was a little bit more standoffish. And then like the whole Mookie like mess was just like, I don't know. I was nervous for her to make the merge just based off of that because i wasn't sure if she was somebody that would really like i guess line up with me strategically but then it didn't really matter for either of us right now unfortunately sitting next to each other the memory hole yeah we look good though <laughs> yeah good look killing it <laughs> so all right i think one of the last couple of questions that i I'd like to ask is 
looking at looking at the game with whatever dynamics you know about right now, who do you think stands the best chance at winning this game? Um, I feel like it's probably going to be somebody like Chris or Figgy. Interesting. I originally thought like, okay, Michelle's like very like textbook like winner here, but I think after the last challenge and kind of seeing like how people viewed her, I think that people are probably going to catch on and be like, okay, well, she can't go too far. So I think it'll be somebody that's kind of like more in the background, I guess. Because right now I think you have a, quite a few people who are a little loud. Well, would you vote for Chris or Figgy in the end? Um, I mean, obviously it depends who they're next to. But it would, Yeah, it would depend on who they're next to. I'm not like adamantly against voting for either of them. Okay. I do yeah. think that I got along with their partners much better than I got along with either of them. But right. I don't necessarily think that makes it to where I don't want to vote for them. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, again, if you were close to Gavin and Michelle, then I guess it only makes sense. Yeah. Well, I guess Michaela over Michelle for Figgy, but... <laughs> yeah, still. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess with that, that's everything that I had wanted to ask. Was there anything that you wanted to add? I don't think so. This... Ex- Honestly, like, this is just making me realize how, like, not only, like, inarticulate can I be, but also just, like, I think... I don't know. I feel like my perspective completely changed after getting booted. I was very much like going into that round being like, okay, this is going to implode because I feel like I'm doing too much. Like he, like I survived those two rounds. And then I was like, well, everybody's just going to think that I'm like up everybody's ass because I survived those two rounds. And then like, after I got voted out, it became very obvious that like me and Eliza weren't the only ones that like kind of had stuff going on. Which, like, obviously, that's never the case. Everybody has stuff going on. But, like, I was so concerned that I was going to be, like, that person with their hand in, like, too many cookie jars. And I think everybody else. Yeah, I think Seb had a great VL post where he was talking about how when you're in the game, it's a lot harder to be able to have that, like, eagle eye perspective as far as, oh, how much am I doing? Like, am I doing too much? Blah, blah, blah. And it's very easy for us to be like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, you're doing enough or you know, you need to be talking more with people. So mm-hmm. when you're in the game, we don't know like all the other players' perspectives necessarily, despite the fact that everybody's confessing. Yeah. Uh, you guys always have something different, which is always interesting. That's why I like doing the podcast, because I feel like it gives us a better representation of how everybody's thinking. Mm-hmm. I also think it's a situation of like, kind of, kind of like what you said, like everybody has like in the game has their own like idea of what's going on because I'm sure people like Michelle and Michaela like thought that I was like being pretty talkative with them and you could easily like from their perspective argue that I was doing well socially. But then you like look at like somebody like Don or like Papa Bear or Rob and I'm not really talking to you that much and probably thought I was mucky levels of unenjoyable. Right. So I don't know, it's just very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's different for everybody. Yeah, that's always that's the case with any person in any org. Like you're gonna get along with whoever you get along with. It's just kind of the way it is. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's about it as far as additional thoughts. Well, you're lovely to have. So thank you very much for applying. I know I was really excited when I saw you apply. Yeah, I was excited to play. That was a cool surprise. But and it was it was a shame to see you get eliminated. But I did feel like you had more to do and like more that you could have done. It's just that. The way your arc went, it also could have been worse where you left. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I had fun in the short time that I got to play. So. Which is good. That's the goal. That's yeah. the main goal of this. So glad to hear that you had fun, that you enjoyed it. And yeah, so I guess with that, uh, we will be ending it off here and we'll be talking to you guys in the next one. So uh, see you then. 
Goodbye. All that I-